excited you guys are here. We have a lot going on right now. I just announced the other day that we are doing a really fun challenge inside the mastermind in July. We're going to be going through and looking at how to improve your existing offers, how to evaluate them and see where they need more resources, where you can surprise and delight your customers, where people are getting stuck, and just how to overall evaluate and improve your offers. I'm gonna do a whole module about onboarding and offboarding and getting testimonials. And if you're feeling like, I have an offer, it's pretty good, but the deliverability isn't quite what I want, or I feel like it could be better, I feel like there's things missing, I really need to go back and clean it up. If that's been kind of on your to-do list forever, but you just haven't gotten to it, I really encourage you to join us in the mastermind. This bonus alone would be a program I would sell for 197, and I'm just giving it to all the members. So you can join for just 97 a month, get access to that, take advantage of my coach course bonus that's in there right now. And if you join now, you can also be part of our fall summit. Back to you summit in August, and all of the speakers are gonna be Becoming Boss Mastermind members. This has been really fun when we've done events like this in the past. We've had great responses from it. People really appreciate it. And it's just a really fun way to get in front of a new audience, get practice speaking. I have a whole speaker's toolkit where I teach you how I outline my presentations when I speak, how to pitch a freebie, how to make a freebie, all that stuff we have in the mastermind. So it's a great time to join. We're going to be closing doors on Friday. So if you're listening to this and it's Thursday, it's like sign up time if you want those bonuses. So go do that. I will see you in the mastermind. You can come get coached by me and the other coaches, get access to our planning resources and all the amazing things we offer in there. And I would love to help you with your business. I have something kind of important I want to talk to you guys about today. It's a kind of an embarrassing mistake that I made, but I wanted to share with you guys what happened and what I learned from it and just some point out some human brain things that our human brains do and just kind of normalize all of this for you guys. So we just hosted our Authentic Sellers Summit. It was so good. A lot of you guys watched the replays of the workshops and it was just a really amazing event. We had a lot of really special people involved in it. It was really, really fun. I loved it. And I made a pretty embarrassing mistake that I want to talk to you guys about. And I'm going to tell you guys the story of what I did and my thought process. And I just want to kind of foreshadow this with, I do not stand behind this decision. I made the wrong call. This was not the right thing to do. I'm not in any way justifying it. I'm just explaining what happened, okay? So we planned the summit and we originally had a different set of dates picked and there were too many conflicts. Like we couldn't get enough speakers to speak that week. There were other events that were already planned. People already had launches. It just seemed like these dates work for us, but they're not working for enough of the people that we wanted to collaborate with. So I told Kelsey, I was like, let's go ahead and move the dates. Let's push it back. Let's move the dates. And at this point, like my calendar already has stuff on it. So we're looking kind of being like, okay, if we push it back a month or two, like where could this even go? Where are we going to put it on the calendar? And we picked a date in June. Great. Perfect. Block it off. We start getting speakers. Neither of us think 
too much about it. After we started recruiting and getting speakers, we noticed and it was brought to my attention, like, hey, the first day of the summit is on Juneteenth. And we had a conversation and I'm saying I do not stand behind this thought process. I'm just I'm not justifying this. I don't stand behind this decision. (laughs) I feel like I just have to keep saying that. I'm just explaining what happened and what I did, because I think this might be helpful to you guys. So you can learn from like my embarrassing mistakes. So we had a conversation behind the scenes. This summit starts on Juneteenth. And I said to the team, I said, well, I work on every holiday. I have coached on Christmas. I don't take holidays off. If, if the summit was on Easter, if the summit was on another holiday, we would still do a summit. And I told them, I was like, I can't, I think it's okay to do because I was like, I can't think of any other holidays I would take off. And I can't think of any other holidays where we would not host an event. It's also a free event. There's tons of free resources. Maybe people will have off work and they can watch and they'll have more time to watch. And that was my thought process. So I told the team, I was like, let's make sure that we post about Juneteenth and we acknowledge it on the day. But I said, I can't think of any other date or any other holiday or any other observation day where I would not run an event. Like, I just think... You know, we've even run events right around Christmas and between Christmas and New Year's and times where a lot of people are taking off. I'm usually working, right? I just don't, I'm not religious. I don't have like a lot of attachments to holidays. I like working. I'm always like, if some people are busy with the holiday, that's totally fine. They can like sit this one out and the people that are around can come and it's all fine to me. And even if We have a smaller event because it's between Christmas and New Year's. That's fine. We'll just do it for the people that are available and the other people will catch the next one. And that's kind of my attitude just about holidays in general. I don't consider holidays a lot. I don't think about them a lot. And when there are holidays, I often don't even know they're happening because I just work kind of a little bit every day. I don't, it's rare that I take even a whole weekend off. I usually am in the office at least for an hour or two. I just like working. I don't often work like long, 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 eight or nine hour, 10 hour days or anything. I just kind of work a few hours every day, all the time. And that's my routine. I just have the same routine every day. And I don't generally change it for holidays. Like Matt and I don't have kids. um, And so what I like to do is working. That's what I like. So on holidays, I'm like, I'm not going to take off and not work because that's what I like doing. And so this was my thought process going into this decision just so people know. And we were aware it was Juneteenth. I was planning on posting and we went into the event. And this was the first mistake I think that we really made was we didn't acknowledge it leading up to the event. I think if we had talked about it more prior, it would have been better. I still wouldn't stand behind this decision and I'll tell you guys why in a minute. So we are promoting the event for like a week ahead of time we're talking about the event there's no mention of Juneteenth Monday morning comes around the event is starting I have a pretty chaotic day I end up having to go out of the office in the morning to take care of some personal things I'm not in the office I'm out running kind of errands that have to happen at this time Matt and I are also moving so we're 
don't run a summit and move. That's the first lesson. <laughs> Matt and I are moving this week. So I'm dealing with stuff for that. I'm dealing with life stuff. The summit is running. It's Monday morning. People are just kind of signing on to the Facebook group. I don't know why every time we post a summit, nobody can find anything in the Facebook group, but it happens every time. People are like, I don't know where the things are and how do I find it? And I have to make a video literally being like, scroll down, like look for it. <laughs> I'm like, next time we're gonna use a hashtag and I think it will be better. But all of that's happening. People are confused. I'm not in the office. I'm on my phone. I'm answering messages. It feels a little bit chaotic just because I'm moving. There's a summit. There's a lot happening. And while all of this is happening, and we haven't posted about Juneteenth yet, no mention of it anywhere, which is completely inappropriate, and I apologize for that, and it was a mistake, okay? And so while all of this is happening, I am standing in line, and I get a message from a woman of color in my community who is a longtime client of mine and someone I really respect and care about and have a relationship with. And it was a message that said, I'm very disappointed that you're having an event on Juneteenth. There's been no mention of it anywhere. And I just would have thought you would have handled this differently. I'm kind of summarizing her words, but that's basically what she said. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. And this is embarrassing to talk about, but I think it's important because I think this is a very human reaction and this is why I wanted to make the podcast, okay? So my first initial reaction was extremely defensive. That's what I felt in my body, okay? That's what I felt in my brain. And I think in these moments, it's really important to just watch what your brain does and take a step back. And I'm so thankful that I coach myself all the time and I was able to kind of see what was happening. And I was like, this is interesting. My brain is being so defensive about this, right? And so my first thoughts when I first read that were, oh my God, I was gonna post about it. I was, I haven't even been in the office yet. I haven't even had time to sign on. Like we were gonna talk about it. Why is this a big deal? I can't believe this person is messaging me. That was my first reaction, okay? I'm just being honest. That's what my brain did. And I want to share that with you because I think that that is pretty normal for our brain to do that. And I want to normalize it just so when it happens to you, you're able to see, see it and understand what's happening. And so for a minute, that felt really real. Like, it felt really real. Like, I was going to post about it. Why are you messaging me? She shouldn't be messaging me. I can't believe people are messaging me about this. And I kind of had that experience, but I saw what was happening. And I saw, like, my brain is being really defensive here. And I just kind of took a step back and I asked myself, how could she be right about this? What if I'm wrong? And I think this is the moment I was able to see things a lot more clear, right? Because when I asked myself that, I was like, I see how she feels like this. I see how we haven't acknowledged the holiday and we haven't talked about it yet. And it looks like we don't care about it. And it looks like we're not going to acknowledge it. And I see how we didn't do a good enough job acknowledging it to begin with. And something else that this person was kind enough to share with me is that a lot of communities of color take the day to be together in their communities. And she and other women of color wouldn't be able to attend the event because they were going to be celebrating with their communities that day. And that made a lot of sense to me when she explained that to me. I was like, 
I, and my first thought was like, I want her to be able to come. I want women of color to be able to come to an event. I don't want to host an event where the women of color in our community cannot come because I think that their voices are so valuable here and important to me and the work that we're doing here. And I decided to push the whole thing back an entire day. My team is the best, like shout out Kelsey, because she really reorganized the whole schedule. We rescheduled the panels we were going to do that day. We just canceled the whole first day. And I said, hey, we're going to leave day one up today and tomorrow. So if anybody, if there are women of color that can't come today, they can catch up tomorrow. And then we're going to pick the summit back up on Wednesday. And we pushed the whole thing back an entire day. And then we also shared some links and resources for people to learn about Juneteenth. And I also spent the day doing some research and learning about Juneteenth. Because to be honest with you guys, I was very ignorant about the holiday. I didn't know anything about it and that's embarrassing to admit but that's the truth and so I spent time educating myself and I think this is important when we talk about being leaders that I want LGBTQ people and women of color and other historically marginalized groups to feel included and safe here and that is not always easy for me as a white straight woman there's a lot of things I'm ignorant to there's a lot of experiences I will never understand and There's a lot of things that I'm frankly just not educated about. And it's up to me to put in the time to do that work. And so it really made me just recommit to educating myself, to making my spaces as safe as possible for historically marginalized groups. And I feel really good about the fact that we changed it. But this is the lesson and what I really wanted to share with you guys is like, I think it feels bad sometimes to our ego and in our brains. Like now looking back, I feel really good about that decision. I'm like, I see how we made the right call. I'm glad that we pushed it back. I'm glad I made the public announcement. I feel really good about all of it. But in the moment, it did not feel good. I felt really bad that that happened. I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt like I disappointed people and... I just want to share that with you because I think that those are all normal emotions and it can be difficult to navigate in the moment, but I think it's important as leaders, especially if you're like me and you're a white straight person and somebody from an LGBTQ group or a person of color comes to you and says, hey, like this is how it feels to me. This is what my experiences right now at this event like I feel like you're not acknowledging this really important holiday I feel overlooked I feel not included like if someone brings that stuff to your attention I think the most important thing to do is like take a step back and listen and think about how could I be wrong about this what if I'm wrong about this and I think just being willing to just be totally wrong I was like I'm willing to be totally wrong And I just asked myself, how is she right about this? Because my brain immediately wanted to go to defense mode and just be like, no, 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 you don't understand. We were going to post. We were going to do this. You don't know. Like, we already talked about it. I know. Like, that was my brain's first reaction. And I think that that is a normal human reaction. I think it's just what our brains do. But I think the important part is being able to take that step back and ask, how is she right And when I asked myself that, it was really clear. It was like, yeah, I totally see how she feels not acknowledged and not included. Like, I see exactly what she's saying. Like, I see exactly how she could be totally right. Um, And look for the places, like, 
where you could be wrong, right? And just be willing to ask yourself, what if I am completely wrong about this? Like, what if I really got this wrong? What if this person is right? How are they right? And put your brain to work looking at that. And when I did that, it, it became very clear to me that I made the wrong call. And the other part of this I want to offer to you is that there are solutions. And I think it is human, even when you want to be inclusive and you want people to feel supported, that we're going to make the wrong call and get things wrong sometimes. And I think the important thing is to look for solutions, like look for ways to make it right. Like look at how is this person right? What if I'm completely wrong? And then what could we do? And for us, what we came up with was we're just not going to do the summit today. We're going to push it. And I'm going to publicly apologize to my community and I'm going to own that I made the wrong call and I made a mistake. So to this person that sent me the message, I just want to say thank you. I am embarrassed that you have to take time and energy to educate me. That's not your job. And I'm sorry that I put you in that position where you had to do that. And I just want you to know I appreciate you for doing that for offering your insight and energy and time to me. It is something I really appreciate. And this was a really important, good lesson for me. And I'm committing to doing a better job educating myself going forward. And I'm going to continue to work to try to make our communities more inclusive. And I'm probably going to make mistakes along the way. But I just want all of our LGBTQ community members, all of our people of color, all of our historically marginalized groups. I want you to know that I'm committed to doing that work. I'm going to do the best I can. When I make mistakes, I am willing to be accountable. And I hope that you will be able to forgive me as I learn in this process and grow. And I want to do better and I want to be a better ally. And I hope as a leader, this inspires you to be able to have difficult conversations with your community. It is not easy to come on here and admit all of this. I think when we talk about having a big impact and leading a lot of people and getting a lot of people results and being able to make money by helping people and having these great businesses, like all of that is so sexy and exciting and fun. But I think the realities of leadership often look different. And the non-sexy part is you're going to make mistakes publicly. You're going to have to be accountable for that. You're going to have to apologize publicly when you're wrong. And that's kind of the less sexy side of leadership. But I think that's what the difference is between a real leader and a marketer who's just pretending to be a leader. And I want to do this work. I hope everybody here wants to commit to do this work in their own communities. And we can all commit to do better together. I hope sharing this just kind of normalizes this experience. I think if you see your brain doing this, hopefully you'll remember this. Like if you see yourself getting defensive, take a minute, just take a step back. I was like, oh, this is just human brain stuff. This is interesting. My brain is trying to defend me. But what if I'm wrong? How is this person right? And I think that was massively helpful to me in this situation. And I hope it will be helpful to you. It's okay to get things wrong. And the other part of this is that there are solutions. So if you get things wrong, be willing to look for solutions. Be willing to change your plans. 
be willing to apologize and own when you make mistakes. And that's the kind of leader I want to be. And I think if we all commit to doing that, we can create some really powerful change and some really powerful impact. And we can create some really amazing spaces that, frankly, were not able to exist before in the past. So I'm excited to do this work and to do this work together. And that's it. So I hope that this was helpful to you in some way. I also want to be clear, you know, I was talking about why I made the decision and how I felt embarrassed and all this stuff. And I just want you to know I'm in no way justifying that decision. I don't stand behind it. I think it was a mistake. I would not make that decision again. And I don't think feeling embarrassed or feeling bad is a problem. I think it is normal and I want to normalize that for people. So if you have an experience like this, you know this is just a normal human experience because I think if we're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed and we just run and hide, there's no solutions. But if you're just willing to be like, yeah, I'm embarrassed. It is fine. I can be embarrassed. Let me make this right with my community. Then the negative emotions don't overwhelm you and overrun you. And so I just want to be clear with people. I'm talking about how I felt in that moment and that I felt bad because I think that's a normal experience for people to have. I want to normalize those emotions so that if this comes up for somebody, they understand it's okay to feel bad and you can still make it right and you can still ask important questions like how is this person right and how am I wrong here and how can we make it right and you can come up with some kind of solution. So I'm not talking about, oh, I felt bad because I want you guys to feel bad for me or I'm trying to get sympathy. I'm not. I made the wrong call. I own that. I take accountability for that 100%. I'm not trying to get sympathy or anything like that because I made a mistake and I made the wrong call and I don't stand behind it at all. So I just want to be clear. Hopefully that makes sense. I think what often happens is we have these negative emotions like, oh, we're embarrassed or, oh, I feel so bad. And that keeps people from being able to find solutions. Whereas what I teach in the mastermind and I teach students all the time is to work in partnership with negative emotion. Like I can be embarrassed and feel really bad that this happened. And I can also be in the uncomfortable emotion and find solutions and apologize to my community and do the things I want to do and make this right and own my part of the mistake I made. So anyway, I hope that this is helpful to someone. I just wanted to tell that story. I think it's important to talk about. It's difficult to talk about. I'm still very much learning all this stuff. If I said anything that's wrong or offensive, I apologize for that. I'm open to having conversations about it in the DMs. And that's it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I will...